Are you an EP that wants to know your options about further upskilling in cancer care? Listen on as I talk to Caitlin about what those options are, her experience with it, and what BodyTrack has to offer for an exciting, practical experience. Hello and welcome to the BodyTrack Academy, created by EPs for EPs. We'll cover all things clinical, business, and personal growth to help you and the exercise physiology industry reach its potential. If you enjoyed this episode and find something useful, you know what to do. Hit the subscribe button, leave us a review, and tell your friends to check it out. If you haven't already joined the Body Track Academy on Facebook, look us up, join our community of exercise physiologists, and access more great content. Welcome back to another episode of the Body Track Academy. I'm your host, Dan Hearth, today, and I'm joined here by our first time podcaster, Caitlin. Woo. <laughs> Welcome, Caitlin. How are you today? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, Dan. How are you? I'm very well. Very excited today to talk about some special topic that we have for pretty much anyone in our academy. But first, I'm going to have some quick fire questions. We want to get people to know you. Oh, God. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Are you a dog or cat person? Dog. Oh, we, well, I don't think we have a cat person yeah, here. No, not at body track. We have a very specific type very cool. at body track. <laughs> do you have, it's pretty much our hiring policy. Yeah. Um, do you have a dog? Not, uh, yes, I have two dogs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. <about> <laughs> um, what, what are the dogs? Two miniature poodles. Yep. Jesse and Lulu. Jesse and Lulu. They're cool. the most adorable things in the world. Um, <laughs> and they are makeshift cattle dogs. They live oh, on the yes. farm. They yeah. think they're cattle dogs, but they're like little cats. They're so, cute. <laughs> <laughs> so you could be actually a cat person. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have any special talents? Oh, no. Nothing. <laughs> None at all. All right. No special talents. I'm super boring. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what is something that people don't know about you that well? Mm. Well, I guess probably coming back to the farm thing. I grew up on a dairy farm. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a little bit of insight about Caitlin. Now, Caitlin is one of our oncology specialized EPs here at BodyTrack. We're going to talk a little bit about that first. How did you go on to that pathway? Talk about how um, you became an EP and then, yeah, why mm. oncology after that? Yeah. Great. Um, so, I have been an EP for just over three years now. Um, after I graduated, um, I kind of knew pretty much straight away that cancer was where I really wanted to direct my time um, towards. A um, couple of months after I graduated, I was like, right, I'm going to have a little bit of a look in and see if there's any kind of specialist courses to kind of move me f- a little bit further forward mm. um, towards having that bit more knowledge um, in the cancer space. Um, fortunately, the stars aligned and they actually started a new um, postgraduate course yep. at ECU. Um, so had a little bit of a look into that, quick um, turnaround and started that as a new grad. Yep. Well, I started my new grad position, which was a lot, but very, very, very <laughs> worthwhile. Yeah. Full workload. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, that leads us on to a nice segue to what we're talking about today is actually some options going forward um, after you become an EP and you do just want to have a bit of a specialization in an area or, or at least an interest in an area. Now, here at BodyTrack, we have um, other EPs going through some extra study as well for their spe- uh, specific areas. 
Uh, but yeah, I guess let's delve into a bit further. What uh, what can you let our associates know about the, those options that are out there? Yeah, definitely. Like at the end of the day, it really kind of comes down to, well, how far do you want to kind of go into this? Is it something you're just a little bit more interested in or you have a mm. few more patients that you're kind of geared towards in terms of a specialty area? Do you just want to upskill a little bit more? Or is this something that you want to become a specialist in? Do you want to be well-known in the field for a specific area yeah. and really do need that bit of extra knowledge? And I think that will really guide you in terms of what kind of pathway to take because there's obviously the different forms of, of ESSA courses, mm-hmm. um, other allied health, um, courses and then there's the the little bit more commitment where you do like a postgraduate study yeah. in different forms as well. Cool. Yeah. Having, having done that postgrad, what would you say would be the main and also a couple of PD that ESSA have uh, promoted um, within cancer? Mm. What would you say are the kind of key differences that you found are from both of those? Yeah, I think like the university-based um, degree really does hone in a little bit more on the research and what's happening currently in the research, what has happened and where does it need to go. So Mm. it is definitely um, orientated towards uh, pushing people towards like a PhD, well, not necessarily pushing towards, but Mm. um, supporting people towards PhD areas. Um, So it's a really, if you are interested in doing a PhD or you think that might be something um, you would want to consider in the fir- in the future, that can be a really good place to start as well, yep. to build some contacts, to build some context and then start to move forward from there. Yep. Um, in terms of other differences, it really, yeah, it's, it's very, very comprehensive. Like it just covers a lot more um, in depth, uh, a lot more kind of challenging areas of, of the evidence. Um, whereas I find kind of with some of the um, different ESSA courses, which are fantastic, they cover mm. like a re- really good surface level, um, but just not quite as comprehensive. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, obviously doing a year of long of, of study, year, right, wasn't it? Yep, a year long of study doing it, you're going to get um, a heap more information. Take me back through your journey. So you've graduated, you're an EP, and then uh, you... Were you seeing some patients that were living yeah, with cancer then? Yeah. Yep. So I was really lucky um, that I was working in the industry while I was still doing my fourth year doing mm. the Pilates work and there was um, some amazing people that I was working with who um, were starting to do a lot more in the oncology field and that kind of brought to my attention, okay, well, there's actually quite a lot that we can do to to help cancer patients on quite a, a deep level. Yep. Um, so it started to kind of bring that to my mind. And then um, as I started to move out of into the new grad role, mm. um, I was definitely seeing cancer patients. And I just felt like, um, especially compared to the people that I was working with, that I didn't have as much knowledge as I felt like I, I wanted to, to really give them the yeah. most out of their yeah. out of their treatment. And I wanted to be someone that could provide that quite quickly. Um, And I really did feel that the postgraduate course was going to kind of get me there um, Mm. the quickest possible. And in all honesty, I was still blown away by how much I learned, how quickly um, and the extent of, of, and the depth that they went into because it was a brand new course. So there was a bit of apprehension about like, was this going to be all muddled and like a bit of, yeah, Yeah, it could be a flop. But the caliber of, um, presentations of of content of mm. um, assessment like and the standard was was yeah. really exceptional yeah. um and they it was to the 
to the week covered a lot of really, really, really helpful, mm. helpful things. And it really did push me along yeah. very, very quickly. Fantastic. Yeah. Let's get into the specifics of that even further. So, um, in previous podcasts, I've been sport, uh, talking to Nicole about the specifics of an mm. assessment. What yeah. would you ask in the subjective? What would you ask in and do as an objective assessment for mm. clients that you have who are living with cancer? Um, from if you go pre Caitlin from doing the the um, the grad cert to post, what specific changes have you found? That you've embedded into your subjective assessment, your care of them of your of your patients, and also the objective stuff. I think just having a lot uh, more global understanding of when they are reporting some kind of symptom, like oh, I'm getting this bit of like um, tingling or numbness, and mm. then that brings a lot of flags to me to be able to confidently ask a number of questions to yep. be able to say, all right, this is what we need to do, or this is what we don't. We shouldn't be doing. Yeah, so it kind of sounds like more clarity or, or, or guideline that yeah. you can follow from that course, hey? Definitely. Yeah, cool. Um, and because of, like, how extensive it was, um, like, it really – there's just no way that I felt like I would have been able to go about and source all of that research myself. Like, mm. there was just so many papers and research resources provided that – um, it was really kind of a, a lovely kind of guided um, uh, stepping some stepping stones to yep. be able to collect a whole heap of different information so quickly and so easily that mm. there's just no way I could have done that by my by myself. Yeah, um, independently researching. Sure. Yeah, anything particular with objective as, um, as well? Do you think about what, what your objective assessment was pre and then after you yeah. after your course or during when you were studying? Yeah, well, it was. There's a lot of different things, but I think one key thing in particular was yep. um, I did a, a unit psycho-oncology okay. um, and that gave me some really, really good resources or and knowledge to be able to kind of look at the um, mental health side of things and that support um, mm. for for cancer patients. Um, yep. And it's a really big key thing and we know for any, any patient that mm. mental health has a massive impact on um, outcomes, clinical outcomes um, with an exercise intervention. Yep. So sure. um, I found that really, really beneficial. Okay, yeah. great. All right, so let's say um, – uh, I am a student going through university and got my big placements coming up, um, and I do have a bit of an interest in cancer care. Mm-hmm. How do I best go about seeking placement and or opportunities, I guess, to to do that, um, and then you know down the line perhaps doing doing further study. But what what would I do uh, in that position? Yeah, well, I guess definitely seeking guidance from the practicum coordinator, start to express some interest um, to them because they're very aware um, acutely of who is around the the place and Mm -hmm. who specialises in what um, and just start to advise them because then they can reach out on on your behalf to see who's offering a little bit more of a specialised prac or who to be put in touch with if you just want to have a little bit of mentoring yeah um as well can be really really helpful perfect yeah yep. now another great segue because something yeah. at body track we have just started uh and Sorry. done a lot of work on from uh caitlin's end and, and the team here is also our practical experience uh for those looking to 
further their skills in cancer care. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, very exciting. So we now have um, at Body Track a cancer care specific prac. Um, so that is looking a little bit more, a little bit more of a tailored experience towards. Um, okay, well, how do you assess a cancer patient? Mm. Um, how do you prescribe an exercise program? How do you modify an exercise program? Yep. And then what is there to be looking at for, for long-term care? And then all the specifics within that look at safety considerations. It yep. looks at um, different side effects of cancer and cancer treatment and how to manage those. Um, yeah, what to be looking for, mm-hmm. what to be aware of, and then... Um, we are providing the student with um, really quite a comprehensive library of resources as well yep. to just start to build their platform of, of tools to be able to to reference um, reference to and, and go from there when they're managing a cancer patient. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, we currently have one student going through, as a, I guess, a trial at the moment yeah. um, and going through all that. So uh, something that for all people listening out there, there is that option um, as of today, basically, yep. going forward. Um so I think what one part, and I want to pick on that a little bit, is modify an exercise program. Now, working with you, I know that that's something you pretty much have to do for a lot of the sessions that's that you it, yeah. see. Um, is that something that you feel you, from doing some extracurricular and courses, you're a lot stronger in that suit now and you learnt from that? Yeah. And prior it was something where, oh, that, that's a... That's a symptom, but I don't know what's going on, so yeah. I might just continue with my program and make sure it's not cautious, you know? That's it, yeah. Yeah. So, um, tell, delve into that a little bit more in terms of uh, modification of an exercise program. How often do you feel that you are actually doing that yeah. uh, and what will a student learn from from yourself in the prac about that? I think a really key thing for, um, especially during treatment, uh, managing a cancer patient during treatment is that Compared to other patients where we might see like a rehabilitation protocol that's quite linear, we're progressing them through phase one, phase two, phase three, um, yeah. and then they're managed. <clears throat> linear is not something you associate during treatment because exactly. yeah. there is so many things that change all of the time as as the side effects start to come about, as the things go wrong, things mm. go well. Um, it it isn't. I've not. I'm yet to have a patient that would go through in a linear fashion. Yeah. So yeah. modification is a really, really key key part and knowing when and where to modify is, is really, really important because um, while it's deemed that exercise is safe and feasible for all cancer patients, there's a lot to to know about, okay, well, this patient, um, they're immunocompromised. What mm. intensity exercise can they be doing at yeah. the moment? Yeah. Um, should they be coming into the clinic? Um, do they need to be doing a telehealth-based mm. um, session? Mm. Uh, have, they may have some issues with um, tolerance during treatment. Can you safely modify their exercise program and communicate with their oncology team to make sure that you're providing a safe but also effective um, treatment? Yeah, so, so many yeah. considerations. And I think I'll, you summed it up really well there how the linear approach and that's a really good take home point i think mm. for for all our associates out there is it's just not linear no. at all yeah. um from what you see in a musculoskeletal case or or other conditions that uh, i know that i'm working more with mm. um yeah you you can't see that progression so it's a lot of different uh mindsets and problem solving decision making skills that 
I'm sure that you'll learn as a student coming through the Cancer Care Specific Prac at Body Track. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So if you had a couple of um, take-home points, so for the listeners out there, maybe they're not ready to jump into that uh, grad cert yet or, or doing the, the extracurricular, what would you suggest? What other resources are out there? Um, uh, how do they access yourself as well for, for that kind of quality uh, mentorship as well? What can we uh what can we get? Yeah. I guess probably um traveling back a little bit in terms of other options um for uh progressing yourself along um towards the cancer space is there's the really, really um good course by Prue Call Me as well, the X Med course. Um and I know Nicole's done that one and yeah. she's and yep. found it super, super beneficial. And it covers a lot. Like it's very extensive and you can do the the prostate cancer specific one, you can do the breast cancer specific one. And then I think there's one that encompasses a little bit more of a general mm. approach. I might have to get some further clarification on that. But yep. that can be a really good stepping stone as well if you're not quite there at the full commitment to a, a postgraduate course because it it is a financial and a time commitment. Mm. Um, Intensive, as well. yeah, for sure. Definitely recommend doing one unit at a time. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, yep. Yep. <laughs> I think I remember someone trying to do it all in yeah. one one week. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, so, yeah, making sure that you've got time time to allocate to to these things mm. um, as well and that you're um, certain that's something that you want to kind of because generalization is also really important in the EP scope as well like do you have enough sufficient knowledge across the the scope of all conditions because even in cancer it's they're not just coming to you with with just cancer they quite often have comorbidities yeah um, if not more often than the average individual um, so it's important to have that base, that basis as well, and then um, yeah, there's the different options to to um, further yourself. Perfect. Yeah. Um, all right. So I think that's some really good take home points for everyone listening in. Um, the I think the key thing from there is if you are dealing with um, clients who are experiencing cancer and you're doing exercise programs for them. Um, I feel that there will always be that need to upskill. Mm. Um, and from what your experience has been, Caitlin, and what you've told us today, uh, particularly what I, I found very useful from that is it's not linear and there needs to be adaptation. And that's a skill set you need. And I think you can get it from the courses that you've mentioned and, and that upskill there, um, as well as getting that experience and exposure um, uh, with the, the body track cancer care uh, practice placement yeah. that we're going to offer. Absolutely. So, yeah. and, and that gives you access, obviously, to um, lots of different support from us to be able to help you if you have some more specific goals within that um, that prac experience, like we're more than happy to help you build your your resource platform if you want to focus yeah. a little bit more on um, specifics in terms of, um, well, who's within a cancer um, team that's part of mm. the prac and giving a bit of an overview of that. But if you wanted to focus on um, developing your knowledge of that a little bit more, like how do you provide a really comprehensive um, treatment service to a cancer patient that's inclusive of dietetics and um, other allied health um, yep. professional groups. Um, yeah, so I think there's a lot of flexibility within mm. within that um, to be able to really help you out. Fantastic. And I think the final note there too as well is as part of our Body Track Academy, we are evolving and we are... Virtu- uh, venturing down the path of offering mentorship personalized one-on-one so that's something that we're establishing uh, and i'm sure with um caitlin and nicole as our cancer care team here at body track is something that you guys can always tap into all right 
Caitlin, that's the first podcast done. Yay. <laughs> well done. Smashed it. Uh, we're going to be back chatting with Caitlin again with all things related to cancer. There are so many topics that you can drive out of this. So uh, we'll be creating a bit of a series uh, alongside with what we've talked about with Nicole's uh, cancer continuum, I guess, as well. So stay tuned. Uh, we'll be hearing from Caitlin again very shortly. But thank you very much for coming on. Okay, thanks for having me, Dan. Thanks for listening to the Body Track Academy podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found something useful, you know what to do. Hit the subscribe button, leave us a review, and tell your friends to check it out. If you're not already in the Body Track Academy on Facebook, look us up. Join our community of exercise physiologists and access more great content.